Hi, welcome to Got Questions. I'm Parker, friend and right-hand man to Dr. William DePaulo. Will is an immunologist and he's been studying the microbiome since before it was called the microbiome actually. Uh, so for about 10 years, specifically Will studies the bacteria that reside in the gut and the intestines. Currently Will is up at UW Medicine, uh, University of Washington Medical Center in Seattle. He is the director for Center for Microbiome Sciences and Therapeutics, CMIST, and he also runs his own lab. So in this episode, which I've cut into four parts, um, we will talk about the PUFA project, polyunsaturated fatty acids. This project was started at USC Keck Medical School when Will was still down here in California. And the project was started with Denise Shack. So sometimes it's called Denise's project. Um, she was the graduate student who was on the project. Denise graduated from the UW in 2019. So um, in the first part of this four part episode, um, that's my puppy Tobias, if you happen to be watching this. Um, I'm just gonna keep going because he's being so quiet. Um, but uh, Will's gonna lay the foundation for this project by introducing the stars of the project, the PUFAs, the omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids. So he'll explain the fatty acids and go into some good detail about the importance of the ratio of those fatty acids in relation to one another for um, optimal health. Um, and keep in mind, actually, this study is an infection study. Um, Will and Denise wanted to explore how the gut microbes are affected during an infection in the presence of PUFAs. Um, but we don't really get into that until the next part of this, until part two of this episode. So with that, I give you my friend and boss, Dr. Will DePaulo. <laughs> Say bye, Tobias. Okay. Hi. Hi. Hello. We are now recording officially episode Hi. five of Gut Questions Polyunsaturated Fatted Fatted Fatty Acids. Yes. <laughs> um, fatted fatted acids. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not to be mistaken for just fat asses. Exactly. Those acids are fatted. <laughs> okay, it's early in the morning, as you can. As... Well, not really. <laughs> no, not, not really. It's early anyway. It's Friday. But nobody knows that. So let's just say it's Friday. Let's just say it's Friday. Yeah. There. That's the. That's the excuse. Yeah. Okay, so what? So um, I want to talk about Miss um, Doctor Shack's project, Denise's yes. project, the which I always called um, either Denise's project or the infection project. Is that right? Is it, are we going to yeah, talk yeah. about infection? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and just to walk me through that and why it's important and why do I care and. All of that whole thing, the right. whole, the yeah. whole, just basically summarize it and tell you. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. Care. Okay, um, yeah. So yeah, me meaning the the general public, public, anyone out there who's listening who wants to exactly <laughs> for our one listener, who's yeah. my mom. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I don't um, even think she's listening when I sent it to her. I haven't gotten a 
comment about it. <laughs> so um, polyunsaturated fatty acids or what people refer to as PUFAs, um, which is different from a PUFTA, which we can talk about that later, but uh, is that PUFA, a, that's not <laughs> a joke. It's a, it's a slang term from- I thought you were gonna go into like an SNL. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's his name who would go to the parties and be like, oh, it's like a, when you go to the- <laughs> Oh, Stefan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, back so, on topic. Um, polyunsaturated fatty acids, they um, are, uh, basically these are a type of fat that is in all of our foods or most of the foods we eat. And they generally fall into two categories, polyunsaturated fatty acids. They can be um, grouped as an omega-3 fatty acid or an omega-6 fatty acid. And that's basically, dependent upon the, um, the molecular um, structure. structure. So yeah, so if there's like a certain chain in one form, it's omega-6, and if it's another form, it's omega-3. <clears throat> That's really not anybody really that important for anybody out there listening. It's probably just the fact that there's these two categories. And omega-6 fatty acids, um, so basically what are, are, we're supposed to eat fatty acids in a proportion of uh, 20 to one. I mean, I'm sorry, of like a one to one or a one to three ratio. So you need to have a healthy balance of your omega sixes and your omega threes. Um, you shouldn't be eating all omega threes. You shouldn't be eating all omega sixes. There should be a balance. And I've heard people say a one to one ratio or a three to one ratio with the bigger number being the um, omega threes. Um, what's sad is that in the United States right now, um, we are at a 20 to one ratio of omega-6 <laughs> to, to omega-3. So we're eating actually 20 times more omega-6s, consuming 20 times more omega-6s than omega-3s um, in the United States or Western diet. And that's bad because um, omega-6s are actually involved in inflammation and they potentiate inflammation and inflammatory processes. So they, um, they contribute towards obesity, insulin resistance, metabolic dysregulation. They found high uh, patients with high um, omega-6 levels um, have ulcerative, tend to be, um, people with ulcerative colitis tend to have high omega-6, uh, higher omega-6 ratios. And certainly well. someone with NAFLD, I would imagine that we talked about last week would probably have a ratio that's completely out of whack as well. Right, NAFLD, yes, exactly. So non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Right, so non-alcoholic fatty liver disease patients will have a higher amount of omega-6 uh, potentially in their diet because of the types of fat that they're consuming. And, um, and So that might would be like your palm oil and your corn oil. Right, so the fats that these omega-3s and omega-6s are pretty much found in sort of various oils that are produced and, um, and they, you don't find, particularly, so some of, most of these oils are pretty much a uh, mixture of both. Like you're not gonna find something that's, maybe you, there's all a few wine. out there that are, yeah, there's a few out there that are like all omega-6. Like I think um, actually coconut oil has a high amount of omega-6 fatty acid, mm -hmm. um, but that's balanced off by the high amount of um, monounsaturated fats, fatty, you know, monounsaturated fats. So just okay. because it has the high, um, omega-6. I'm sorry. This, I'm sorry. It's balanced by the saturated. So coconut oil, we can spend some time talking about coconut oil because it's actually interesting. It's very high in saturated fat and it's very high in um, omega-6, but that omega-6 is very 
a small amount. So there's just no omega-3 in it whatsoever. So like yeah. that's why the ratio is so skewed towards omega-6. Huh. Really it's the makeup of coconut oil is saturated fat. And we talked about with the, in the NAFL that the saturated fat, the, it's a lauric acid that right. is part that makes it up. And that lauric acid actually um, has been shown to have some health benefits. So again, I think it's a gray area when we talk about fats that um, there's some, like everybody thinks saturated fats are bad, but actually there's some saturated fats that are good and the source of that saturated fat's important. Um, and the, the components, what makes up that saturated fat, like the lauric acid is important. So it's not just as easy as like good versus bad. And I think that that's really hard for people in the United States or around the world. Like if they don't like a answer, gray people, area. People just want an answer. And yeah. like if you can't give them a black or a white, then it makes things, then they kind of space out. Um, so there's no black or white here. You really have to just do your homework. So, but mm -hmm. as far as fatty acid, uh, omega-6 and omega-3s go, like um, flaxseed oil, we were talking about, you and I were talking about earlier, uh, flaxseed oil has a high amount of omega-3, but it still has a decent amount of omega-6 too. And the ratio is like, um, I think from an omega-6 to an omega-3 ratio, it's like 0.3 omega-3 to omega-6 or something like that. So it's, yeah. it's just a little bit more omega-3s. Um, Safflower oil is very, doesn't have any omega-3 in it. It's actually all omega-6 and uh, monounsaturated fat. So safflower omega oil. Safflower oil. So safflower oil would be an omega-6 uh, potentiator. Canola oil is um, got a higher amount of omega-6 as well, but it does have uh, omega-3 component to it, but it's, it's a little bit more omega-6. And then flaxseed oil, we said, is more omega-3. And then the stuff that, we, like olive oil, is um, actually really high in monounsaturated fats, mm -hmm. monounsaturated fats, but um, and has a very tiny amount of both um, omega-6 and omega-3. So like, um, you so know- So the cooking oil that is used in this country then is- Corn oil? Yeah, you right. That's probably what you would find in a, a in a restaurant. Yeah, corn that oil, is corn oil is gonna canola, maybe canola oil or a mix. Yeah, because yeah. I have seen um in restaurant stores what is just called cooking oil. Um, oh right, so yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is. It's probably a mix of a few things. Yeah, but... so I I think your canola oil and your um corn oil are actually. Um, gonna be much more skewed towards omega six. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, olive oil is um, a little bit more skewed towards the omega um, three, three. Or, or like a, they're a little bit more balanced in the, the, mm -hmm. the olive oil. But the cooking oil is definitely corn oil and um, canola oil are um, much more omega six heavy, omega six heavy. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing either because you have to have the balance, right? So there's, right. To, again, it's supposed to be a balance of omega-3 and omega-6. You just don't want to skew yourself so that you're only consuming oils or fats that are composed of omega-6s. Right, because um, your body does need both the 3 and the 6, like you were saying earlier. It's just the, the ratio, but also the source. Right, 
And um, and so then salmon or salmon um, fish oil or salmon salmon salmon. Where, I know. I was like, <laughs> where did that come from? He's never said it like <laughs> salmon. That. I'm like a mailman. No, sal uh, salmon oil. So salmon oil or fish oil or things like yeah. that. All these derived from which is is um, are omega three rich and omega three heavy. And yeah. so that's why there's been this trend towards consuming fish oils as a supplement. I mm -hmm. think because it really helps make. Help, will help people make that balance better so that they can start accumulating or eating more or intaking more omega threes. Right. Because I think a lot of these oils that people do use are have a, a high amount of omega six in them. Right. So the supplements do can help in that in that sense. Um, so the other thing, so basically, you know, if people want to go, there's all sorts of information online about these different fats and like the components of these oils and whatever. So look online if you have real questions and, and just pay attention if they're showing you the ratio between the two or if they're actually showing you like the um, concentration, like the actual how much, but it can be confusing. Yeah. Um, the other thing about um, poly polyunsaturated fatty acids is that we don't make them ourselves. Our body does not make PUFAs. We have to be, we have to acquire them through a diet or through another source. So we don't make them. And then we can't even, um, so we don't synthesize them. So that means that um, our bacteria in our gut will have, um, will also play a role in our being exposed to these um, essential fatty acids. So they're essential because they're called an essential fatty acid because we- Because we're not- we don't make them, them, so we have to find them that are essential to us, but in there we have to find them elsewhere and, and through diet mostly and take them in. And then um, you know anything coming in through the um, the, the oral, like you, anything you ingest, is going to come in contact with bacteria, and bacteria can actually of the microbiome, and those microbiome um, constituents, the the bugs down there, can actually um, they metabolize polyunsaturated fatty acids as well as our own cells. So you have both the bacteria of our gut that can take in these omega-3s and omega-6s, and then you have the cells of our, our epithelium that can absorb them and also metabolize them as well. Right. So I think a lot of studies up to um, a point have been like paying more attention to um, the role of these sort of polyunsaturated fatty acids in our own tissues. And that's important because like I said, uh, omega-6 is associated with inflammatory dysregulation and inflammatory disease. And omega-3, on the other hand, has been touted as sort of like this, um, like a like a very healthy fat and like, and, and can dampen inflammation and all this sort of thing. And so, um, and it can antagonize omega-6 in a lot of ways. Like it basically competes with some of the same cellular binding and, and, oh. and stuff. So like the ratio is important because if you have more omega-3, that means, yeah. you know, you're promoting that sort of pathway and, um, and, um, omega-6 and, and so, um, so if you have, uh, um, like you said, um, in one of the previous, um, I think it was the NAFL podcast episode last week, um, a bad environment, yeah. um, just you and then you add the more omega-6 than you should you're just gonna promote that bad environment further right right exactly so i think um the idea is that um if you're already in an inflamed state adding more omega-6 would con continue that sort of negative um 
inflammatory state, like you right. inflammation. Whereas consuming omega three has been shown to dampen um, omega six responses and induce like um, suppressive immune responses to kind of dampen inflammation. Um, and I there's a whole bunch of um, things that we can talk about that at the end if we have time. But like immunological regulation by omega three is like you know, is quite detailed and very intricate. So I think it's probably beyond the scope of what we want to talk about today. So yeah, that is a lot of detail about PUFAs, polyunsaturated fatty acids. Um, and we barely scratched the surface of uh, those fatty acids. But I think the most important thing to remember and to understand is that we do need both omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids, but it's the ratio in which we consume them that is important and how to track that for yourself, that's a question for a nutritionist. Will is here for the research. And speaking of that, in the second part of this four-part episode, we'll get into the design of the project itself. He'll lay out why he actually decided that this would ultimately be a bacterial infection study as opposed to a microbiome study. Um, and that was actually really interesting to me because I had no idea about the backstory for this project. Um, and he also explains the design of the project, how they set it up, how they set up the experiments, um, which is very eye-opening for me. And um, you'll see that or hear that um, in my voice, I suppose, and, and certainly in my facial expressions. Um, I swear, I do listen uh, during presentations. And I saw Denise present this many times at lab meetings. Um, but I don't know, maybe it's these one-on-ones with Will uh, that somehow are just more interesting to me and engaging for me. And I don't know, I get to jump in with a bunch of questions. Maybe that helps too. Anyway, um, I hope that it's interesting for you as well to, to see how this project um, evolved. And if you've got questions for Will, please let me know in the comments section or on our website in the contact page, yourgutquestions.com or shoot me an email directly at my email, which is aparker at medicine.washington.edu. See ya.